Welcome to the Boat Prep High School Football Coaches Show. Today's show is brought to you by Clawson Group Realtors, local real estate sales, investment, and property management. We treat your home like it's our own. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show, Kyle Reynolds and Pope Prep Head Coach, Brian Sneed. Welcome to the Coaches Show here at Pope Prep. Coach Brian C. joins us as always. I'm Kyle Reynolds. Friday night uh, did not go the way that you wanted it to go, obviously. Tough game. Third play of the game, your starting quarterback goes out. You have to pivot and go to a your, basically your third-string quarterback at that point because your, your backup was not available. Talk about uh, how tough that is that quickly in a game where you start off, he has a good throw, and, then, and, and makes a smart decision to throw it away on the play where he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, uh, but how that changes the game plan and what you're trying to do and the momentum on the sideline. I mean, it changed, it changed a lot of things because, uh, like you said, our, our third-string quarterback was a starter for us on the defensive line. So, you know, in one play, three, three plays into the game, you lose two starters, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to take that guy now out of – uh, Connor Lynn out of the defensive line rotation, um, and he's playing quarterback. And he hadn't taken any any reps there. He's been staying mentally sharp, and you know understood the offense enough to to run it the the way we asked him to. But you know, especially at quarterback position, you see this at every level. It's really the starters that are going to get all the reps during mm-hmm. the during the week. You might have a backup get a couple of reps here or there, um, but you you never give your third string quarterback reps in in practice um, especially this late in the season because um, you know usually those guys are, are going to be playing different positions they're going to be mm-hmm. getting ready for the position that they're needed at and um, especially when you have a freshman quarterback like they need all the reps that they can get uh, when you have a young quarterback that hasn't started um, that's playing high school football mm-hmm. for the first time um, fo- football is a very uh, repetition game so as many times as they can see it, like that's how you're going to get those players better. So for Connor to be able to step in and, and even just run the offense, um, I, I thought was a, impressive for, for him to be able to be a guy that, that knew, <clears throat> you know, that um, that we were not expecting him to play at quarterback, but he was still ready enough to, to get in sure. there and uh, and run the offense for us because we're, we're making calls at the line. Um, we're, we're doing all those things where we're expecting our quarterback to see signals, mm-hmm. get calls in, um, all those things. And, and I thought he did a good job. And, and, you know, we did drive the ball a few times down the field. You know, they didn't result in touchdowns, but um, they kept us in the game. It was a two-score game at halftime. Uh, we needed to get one more stop at the start of the third quarter to kind of feel good about, you know, staying in the football game. And, you know, they were able to drive down the field and, and score on that to extend it to a three-score game and, you know, a turnover here or there. And, you know, the game kind of got out of hand uh, for us. But, um, you know, I was proud of the way that Connor stepped in uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Another big night for Elijah Robb, 135 yards. He only needed seven to break the single-season scoring or rushing record here at Pope. He did that and then some. Uh, close to 1,600 yards on the season. If I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, nine of the ten games this year he had over 100 yards mm-hmm. with that one game where he went out with an injury. Um, talk about his night and basically what his season has been like because you've gotten to witness some of the talented running backs behind him here, certainly with Antoine uh, yep. before him. Yeah, no, I have I think I've witnessed all of them that were on that list. Um, you know, I played with Golden um, Tate. I've... Wesley Tate was a freshman when I was a senior, and you could kind of already see 
um, kind of what he was capable of sure. when he was a freshman. Um, you know, Antoine Roberts, I got to coach. Um, and so, yeah, to put Elijah Robb in the category with those names is, is, is pretty, it's pretty exciting. And, you know, we got to, to witness him, you know, run for more yards and, and than anybody's mm-hmm. done in, in school history. Um, and it just goes to show you because we have, we have struggled this season. Um, and you've got a guy back there who's a senior who's, um, he, he earned being a captain and, um, he's still running the ball hard. He, he, he didn't take any plays off. He's not, um, it doesn't matter what the score is. You know, they're, you know, you look at the good passer game and we're up big and he's running the ball hard. And you look at some of these other games where we haven't been in the game late and he's still running the ball the same way. Um, and so he's a guy that, you know, it's, you can always point to and say, this is the way the game is supposed to be played. And it's, it's exciting when that can show up on a stat sheet when, when you have a kid that is playing that hard and he gets rewarded from, uh, from some of those perishable grounds sure. that we talk about of, of stats and accolades. And defensive side of the ball, it was a tough night. Ty Clark, uh, one of the better running backs that you're going to see, mm-hmm. obviously, especially in this division, uh, played well in the first half. You're right, it was a two-score game there, and the second half got a little bit away. Kyron Coleman, a big night. J.J. Uh, uh, Lynch, another name that shows up on the stat sheet there, I believe was the second leading tackler yeah. on the team. Uh, talk about how important it is for this defense playing in a game like this because these were when you play CPA and you play FRA in these divisions, this is where you want to get to mm-hmm. and how important it is for these guys to see where they've got to get their bodies and get themselves to going forward for next year and as they as they move along. Yeah, so, um, you know, defensively, has we've been up and down all, all year long. Um, and what happens is when you play good football teams like FRA and they have, um, you know, good line, good running back, good mm-hmm. good fullback, if you make a mistake, like they can turn into big plays. Um, and it's hard to get our guys to understand that because when you're practicing, it's, 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 you can never replicate a game. You can never replicate Friday Night Lights. You sure. can never replicate the, the speed and the physicality of an opponent. Um, you do your best to try to do those things. You try to get as much competition as you can during the week. Um, but there's, there's no replicating the exact uh, the feel of it on a Friday night. So. You know, in practice, when you make those mistakes, there, you know, you have guys five, six-yard gains or something like that, and and it doesn't seem like as big a deal. So, when when those mistakes happen on Fridays, you know, those turn mm-hmm. into big plays, especially when you're playing good football teams. And FRA is a good football team. They've like lost one game uh, on the year to to CPA, which is a the top-ranked team in our region, probably uh, one of the best teams in Division Two. Um, you know, going into this playoffs. Uh, and so that, that, you know, the first play we gave up a 60-yard touchdown and we go back and watch film and, and there's three very basic mistakes that we made from three mm-hmm. different positions. And, and you, let alone one is going to be a big play or a big mistake. But when you have, when you have three on the first play of the game, um, and that, you know, those are going to turn into big plays. And so we got to find a way, we got we to gotta find a way to correct those mistakes. Um, we, we've continued to simplify and simplify and simplify, and, and, and we're going to do that even more so this week for our, for our playoff game to allow our guys mm-hmm. to to not not think as much, just go in there, um, play full speed, but make sure that you're playing it, playing it the right way. Make sure you're doing things the right way um, because that's how you're going to be successful. We're going to step over and take a look at some plays from Friday night at our coaches' board. We're going to look at a couple of offensive plays from uh, last week against FRA. Um, so 
you know, FRA likes to get a lot of guys in the box that we talk about. This is one formation that we looked at uh, while we were scouting to try to spread them out. Um, so we have trips down here in a bunch. So they're kind of widening out. We're trying to widen this guy out here. Uh, they got five in the box, and we have our five offensive linemen. Uh, so we do a good job. Coach Park calls a uh, what we call a counter tray. So we have both of our backside linemen pulling right here. So we're going to pull the backside linemen and kick out, pull the backside tackle. He's going to wrap up. And uh, Elijah does a good job of kind of reading through it right here, uh, getting upfield. Getting upfield, so there's the kick out, there's the wrap, and then you know he's making a second level defender miss, you know, getting a, a 20 yard gain right there. So take a look from the back back shot. This is a good angle for it. So we're going to down block all these guys. We're going to kick out the first guy right here. We're going to get this kick out right here on this linebacker, and then we get wrapped right there. So we have a nice clear lane right here for Elijah to run, and that's what we're looking for out of that formation. Again, we're in a little bit of spread look right here. It's third and five. Our offensive staff actually came up with this play throughout the week. We have not run it all year. Uh, this is just a, a draw play. Coach Montgomery did a good job with our offensive line, linemen uh, kind of setting this up. So we're going to look like pass right here. We're going to try to draw the, uh, the defensive linemen upfield to kind of open up some running lanes for our running back. Um, so you can see it look like pass for a second, opens up the space, and we have a, a be able to get a big run right here and convert the fir for a first down. So again, a play that we hadn't run all week, we saw on film, you know, they're going to bring pressure when we're in this formation. So draw them upfield, hand the ball off, and, and get our running back in space. All right, we're going to take a uh, look at a couple clips defensively here. Uh, this is in the third quarter. This is a, a good adjustment by Coach Carpenter, our defensive coordinator. Um, they've been pulling this backside guard. Uh, we have been we're kind of switching up our defense here to give them a little bit different look. So we're going to start pinching these defensive linemen, uh, try to take advantage of the gap that they are they're leaving by that pulling guard. Sam Spicer had to step up and, and play defensive line for us um, with, with Connerly moving the quarterback. So he did a good job. And you can see him right here. He pinches where that, where that lineman is going and uh, is able to get a tackle on the backfield uh, and set us up in a second long situation. Next play right here, I want to look at our corner, Luke Latham. So we decided to, to press our, our corners down here uh, in the red zone. Um, he does a good job. We want to first take away the slant. You can see there's, not, there's a lot of area right here. We want to make that quarterback throw as far away as possible. Um, those are usually tougher throws when they have to throw um, outside the numbers. Um, so we want to take away the slant, which he does a good job of, of taking that away by his alignment. All right, now he's running with them. And what we teach our corners are, if you are out of phase, so if you're a step behind him, all right, don't look back, all right, because if you look back, usually the, the receiver is able to create more separation. Um, so continue running, look for clues to see if the ball's coming your way. Right now, the clue is the, the, the receiver starts looking back for the ball. And then once you see the flash of the ball, it kind of rip through his hands, which he does a good job right there, ripping through his hands. Uh, it's second 11, this sets up at a third and 11. All right, that was a good job by our corner, kind of being patient, understanding uh, what, what we were looking for, uh, not panicking, 
and ripping through his hands. So he did a good job right there on that play. So Klaassen Group Realtors, we're a small niche shop and um, you know we help people buy and sell their properties. We're involved with people when they buy and sell. Uh, they're not just a number. I'm a buyer specialist. All I do is help people find their next perfect home. And I'm in homes every day. Uh, if I'm not showing, then I'm previewing so I know what's out there on the market. Uh, the experience with Matt and uh, his group here at Clawson Realty was amazing. Uh, it was very much a family environment. It was very professional. It was incredible. I feel like we made friends for life. So if you uh, need to sell a home or buy a home, uh, our website is www.colossiangrouprealtors.com. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your past to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Welcome back. We are here with Dr. Charles Wade, our head basketball coach. Hold on, coach. Let's make an adjustment here. Let's get that out of the way because it's getting to be about that time practice started this week. We've got uh, scrimmages set up right now, game season right around the corner. Uh, talk about this team. This is a team we're all excited to watch and see what you all can do this year. Well, it's, it's a team that's, um, I think we have every ingredient to be successful. We are a, a great guards, got really good bigs, a mixture of young and old, uh, a lot of guys that are getting college in interest. As a matter of fact, we have three seniors that are um, committed are getting ready to commit to colleges, uh, so it's 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 going to be a really good year. I've been here for what roughly five years. I've seen times where you basically have six guys you can play with. You you have one off the bench. That's not the case this year. It's it's almost a next man up mentality, and that's pretty awesome to see. Absolutely, this is this is the first time since I've had coaching job here that we've had at least uh, nine to ten guys that we feel comfortable playing. Uh, and that's not even counting a freshman that we think could, could play if, if we needed him to. So we, we feel really good about our roster. Uh, and really the kind of the approach they've had to practice and getting uh, ready to play this season. And a couple of weeks away from signing day, yes. uh, I've got two kids that are going to be signing uh, on that day. Yep. Talk about Fred Antonio and what they've meant to this program and what you hope to see for them in the future. Well, Fred was kind of the... The, the one that started started it all. Kind of, he was he was the initial guy. I know I've known his father for over 20 plus mm -hmm. years. His father reached out about Fred possibly coming here. Um, went to watch him play at Brick Church, and man, he he was he was as advertised. They walk in triple double, and um, 
that team eventually went on to win uh, the Metro City Championship, and Antonio was also on that team. Antonio followed Fred mm -hmm. over his sophomore year, and Antonio has been the first really like big that we had that is as athletic, can guard four positions. Uh, this summer he had an amazing summer. Um, he's going to play a little bit more wing um, instead sure. of the post because of the emergence of Camden, Camden and Donovan. Um, but just dynamic. Fred is, is, is a pure scorer. He broke the school record with 41 points uh, against uh, FRA yesterday in the single, single season. He also broke the single season score record with over 500. So uh, we're going to be a pretty explosive team. We're a team that's going to like to get in the mid to high 70s and hopefully keep our opponents in, in the low 50s, high 40s. And, and the quarterback, if you will, of that team, to use a football phrase since this is a football show, um, is a man that, uh, that started playing as an eighth grader on this team, ninth grader, and is now, I mean, as a veteran, I guess, as, as a yeah. sophomore, is Trey yeah. Pearson, who is – already getting a lot of interest from D1 uh, and some Power 5 schools even. Yes. Um, but how fun is it to watch that kid go out there and the way that he plays the game because it's very unselfish. He doesn't care about scoring as much as he does getting the ball out and playing just great defense. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's very instinctive, both offensively and defensively. Uh, the passes that he was making this summer – I mean, we literally had some of the lower colleges say we're not even going to try to recruit him because we don't have a chance to get him. Be, uh, just kind of a little flash of Magic Johnson and the way he mm -hmm. can he can hit the open guys not only in the half court offense but really in transition. Sure. Um, he 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 thrives um, that way, but he's also got a much improved jump shot. So he will probably average, you know, he averaged about ten last year. Sure. He'll probably be closer to 13 or 14, but he's still going to have his six or seven assists. Mm -hmm. And he's an underrated rebound, rebounder also. He's going to get seven to eight of those also. And, yeah, those college coaches are called. I just talked to VCU the other night about Trey. They saw him play this summer sure. in Peace Gym, and they're, they're, they were really excited about his talent level. First home game, uh, I believe, off the top of my head, is November 14th. Uh, I hope fans can come out and watch this team because they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, and, and we'll switch for just a moment. I don't have a contract or anything here. Well, we can put our computer up here, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also admissions. You're admissions director here at Pope. Yes. Talk a little bit about uh, admissions, how that process is going. Is it too late right now for kids to uh, to come shadow and stuff? No, I would encourage uh, come on out and shadow. We we basically do admissions year-round. So we, we're taking admissions all the way up into May, June, if, if, if need be. But I would come out because some of those seats and classes are going to fill up. Uh, but the admission process start with going to the uh, website, uh, popeprep.org, going to the admissions page, um, starting inquiry. Then we'll reach out to you about uh, scheduling a shadow day, maybe taking a tour, uh, just I encourage families to come out. We have something this Friday uh, at 9.30 called Taste and See. It's a, it's a good opportunity to come out and see the school in action. So I would implore families to come on out. A lot of cool things coming up. Uh, I don't have any other props here, so it's time to send it to Nina Haldeshell, who is going to interview Connor Lynn, uh, as well as Elijah Robb to talk about him and his breaking the single-season rushing record. Thanks, Dr. Wade. We look forward to seeing you this, uh, this year on the basketball Absolutely. court. Look forward to it. I'm here with senior Connor Lynn. Connor, talk about your experience and your emotions with playing in senior night. 
uh, kind of feels like it just it just went by so fast because I've only been here like two years and I only got to play for one of them. So it's just bittersweet, I guess. You've moved around so much in different positions. What has to be your favorite? I'd say probably linebacker because I get to go out and cover sometimes and still like blitz and affect the run and I'm not facing 300 pounders on the D-line. So. And what does the future hold for you? trying to play somewhere in college, but if that doesn't work out, I'm not too worried. I have good enough grades to go somewhere. Now it's time for the rapid-fire questions. Okay. Hype song on game day. Tombstone, Rod Wave. Go-to after a big one. Chicken. Slim chickens. Last show you binged. Game of Thrones. And favorite sports team. Florida Gators. I'm here with Elijah Robb. Elijah, last Friday you achieved the all-time single-season rushing record. Talk about that achievement and what it meant for you personally. Um, one, I give thanks to God and you know my parents for allowing me to come to school. And um, I just have to give thanks to my teammates and the coach staff for allowing me to show off my talents and uh, you know achieve this big achievement. So what's next for you? Talk about picking a college. Uh, when it comes up to me, I want to pick somewhere I feel safe and I feel loved and it's just a good environment and somewhere I can feel like it will be my home for the next four years. So what's your all-time favorite play here at Pope? Uh, my sophomore year against Brentwood Academy in the quarterfinals when there was like 50 seconds on the clock and I took like a 20, 30-yard run for Andrew Souther to kick a game-winning field goal. Now it's time for the rapid-fire questions. What's the last show you binged? Riverdale. Go-to meal after a big game? McDonald's. Favorite sports team? Packers. Hype song on game day? I don't really have a hype song, so I have to say worship music. Okay, that's all. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. So Claussen Group Realtors, we're a small niche shop and um, you know we help people buy and sell their properties. We're involved with people when they buy and sell. Uh, they're not just a number. I'm a buyer specialist. All I do is help people find their next perfect home. And I'm in homes every day. Uh, if I'm not showing, then I'm previewing so I know what's out there on the market. Uh, the experience with Matt and uh, his group here at Clawson Realty was amazing. Uh, it was very much a family environment. It was very professional. It was incredible. I feel like we made friends for life. So if you uh, need to sell a home or buy a home, uh, our website is www.colossiangrouprealtors.com. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out who's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Friday night, 
We head uh, southwest to Mississippi, which sounds odd. We talked about this the last couple of weeks as being a possibility to a team uh, a lot of people around here probably are not that familiar with, uh, but a very good football team, the number two team uh, in the West, and that's North Point Christian. Uh, Not familiar with them because it's not a team that we're used to playing around here. We're familiar with the Macaulay's and the Baylor's of the world, uh, but a new opponent for this school. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk a little bit about what they like to do and the challenge that you'll face on Friday night because at this point, you said it after the game, after the game on Friday, everybody's 0-0 zero and zero at this point. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, so uh, like you said, we're, we're not familiar with North Point. We, we've never played them before. Um, you know, I know they lost a, a tough game to Lausanne um, that put them in the, in the second place in the, in the region uh, for the west side. So, you know, judging by the film, I mean, they play hard. They're, they've played some, some good teams mm-hmm. down there, um, you know, we're, we're going to have our work cut out for us, and we're, we're excited to be up for the challenge. Um, the, the good thing about the regular season, um, you know, when you're able to make the playoffs, is all of that, no matter how good or how bad it's been, ha- is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is what it is at this point, um, and now everybody's on an equal playing field. You know, everyone's got one game to win. Um, if you don't win, then your then your season's over, and. and so we're going to take that opportunity and, and we're going to kind of run with it this week. Um, our guys have been practicing hard. I think we have a good plan in place um, from our coaching staff. You know, we've and I, and I told the guys like, you know, we're we're working to just like everybody else to win this game, and they're working to win this game, mm-hmm. and and it's going to be it's going to come down to who's going to execute better. Um, like we talked about, you know, can we eliminate the mistakes? Can sure. we can we play our game? Can we be fast? Can we be physical? Um, and, you know, we, we know we're going to get all that from, from North Point Christian. Um, you know, I know just kind of looking at past results over the last few years that they've been a very strong program. Um, and, you know, that's something that we're, we're continuing to, to try to build here as a, as a strong program that's consistently, um, you know, running for playoff, mm-hmm. playoff wins and, and, uh, and state championships and region championships and all that. So you look at our program, and I talk to our guys um, – you know, we've had a little bit of recent success with our with the last year's class, but really we're, we're, we've had 20 years of varsity football, and there's only been three teams that have, have won a playoff game. Um, we've won our first playoff game in 2018, and then we won a playoff game the last two years. So, you know, I'm challenging our guys. Like, you could mm-hmm. be a part of this group um, that, that hasn't, you know, we, we haven't done that a lot in sure. our program, and we want to continue doing those things and try to make it three years in a row where we won a playoff game. And, and we have an opportunity to do that, and, and that's exciting for, for all those guys, especially our five seniors whose, whose time is sure. kind of winding down here. Talk about the challenge um, when you've got a smaller size team from a number standpoint. Mm-hmm. The challenge this late in the season, you all have been going at it since July, probably really June. Um, how much is mental versus physical preparation? How does that change throughout the season? Because you do have injuries. You do have guys that are not going to be available. And just what you have to go through to prepare your team during the week to make sure that they're fresh and ready to go yep. Friday night after taking a long bus ride. Yeah. So, you know, we, we've adjusted our practice schedule a little bit over the last few weeks. We've done a little bit more more walkthroughs and less, a little bit less of, um, you know, just the, the physicality, um, team periods and more of just making sure that we're understanding where we're supposed to be when we're supposed mm-hmm. to be um, and that's and that's just a product of like you said late in the year um, numbers guys are kind of getting banged up sure. and, and at this point in time um, you know we know what they can do physically uh, we know 
kind of where those guys are. So we want to make sure that we're, we're going into games fresh. We're, we're going into games uh, mentally prepared um, and, and not trying to get, you know, it's kind of risk versus reward at that point uh, in mm -hmm. practices in the season. So uh, so that's how we, we've adjusted those. Um, and we, we talk a lot about, you know, everybody's banged up. Sure. Everybody's, everybody's tired from a long season. Um, but there's some there's some teams that are that are not practicing this mm -hmm. week. We talked about that. I think, you know, like I said, we've been in the playoffs the last few years, and and sometimes, you know, kids start taking things for granted. And, you know, we talked about our virtue this week of, of patience. Um, and we listened to a, a video uh, of a priest talking about patience and how, um, you know, everybody's looking forward to the next thing and looking forward to the next thing mm -hmm. and trying to get these things done just so that they can then look forward to the next thing. And what's happening is you're, you're missing the, mm -hmm. the work and the worth of the moment. Um, and I know some of our guys, and this happens every year, are looking forward to well, what is, you know, I can take a few days off and kind of hang out. And I know some of our guys are kind of start thinking about, you know, the next thing. Sure. And, and I don't want them to miss the moment they have in front of them because they, like I said, it's been a tough season, um, but they still have a moment in front sure. of them where they can kind of, kind of rectify the the three and seven season with a playoff win and do something that, you know, we haven't had a team three years in a row win a playoff game. Sure. Um, so they can kind of, you know, be in the moment with those things, be patient, and it's not just about getting things done and getting this season done. It's about you know doing it right and doing it the right way. And and uh, and I want these guys, to, especially our seniors, to finish off with a strong note. And um, and I think we can. You know, if we play if we play well, we can we can make a little bit sure. of a run, um, and that's the opportunity that that every team has that makes the playoffs, and, and we're excited about that. Well, no one wants, uh, especially the seniors, don't want it to end because when it ends, it ends quickly and mm -hmm. suddenly, and what feels like all of a sudden you've been doing this since June, yeah. and now it's not there. Well, that's the thing about football. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I read a, a a little bit of article about a coach talking about football is and just how different it is from most other sports because. You go from, you know, if you're playing it from a young age and you're kind of immersed in it, um, you go from, from doing that from a young age all the way till you're 17, 18 years old, and then all of a sudden it's just completely taken mm -hmm. away from you. Um, there's no, there's no pickup football games. There's no <laughs> putting the pads on one more time and going out and hitting somebody. It's like that part of your life is over and it's done. And, you know, basketball, you can go play some pickup mm -hmm. basketball games. You can get, be in a softball league. You can you go out and play tennis. Yeah. You can go golfing, you know. All those hey, easy now. Yeah, you can do those things though. <laughs> Athletes. And it's not, and it's not the yeah. same sure. when you do those things. But you still have a piece of it where you can compete in those. And football, you can't compete anymore. There's, it's just like you have it for this long, and then you know the moment hits and it's just completely gone. Um, and so I want those guys to understand that. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of these moments. Don't let it slip past you because you're because you're looking ahead to something that you know is is going to be there regardless sure. of how you finish this season. So um, we talked, you know, we talked about you know, be patient, you know, be patient with it. I know you're sore. I know it's mm -hmm. tough. I know yeah. the the monotony of the season has kind of gone on, but this is this is why you're playing those all those regular season games so you can have a chance to to kind of make this push and make this run. So enjoy it while you can. You know, we're, we're still working hard to, to give those guys a great experience, and I'm excited to see what they do on Friday night. Great. Now we're going to step over and look at some plays and what to expect on Friday night from North Point Christian. All right, now we're going to take a look at uh, North Point Christian. Um, they're in the white right here on offense. This is their favorite formation. 
so they have 11 personnel, meaning they have one running back and one tight end in the game. Um, so this, they got two receivers and a tight end on this side and a receiver uh, backside. Uh, they're a little bit heavier run team, about 70% run. They're actually a little bit higher run in, in this formation uh, to about 75 to, to 80%. Um, you know, they do a good job. They got a, a good running back. Their tight end is pretty good. I think their line does a good job of attacking blocks. And you'll see a good angle from this from the backside. This is uh, one of their favorite runs, uh, uh, just a zone. Okay. <clears throat> and you'll see them kind of creating the uh, creating a lane here for number tw 29 to, to run. So, you know, number 68 and number, number 53 do a good job. They're, they're doubling uh, those two guys right there on defense. And they're doing a good job of creating this run lane right here. And that's what, that's what North Point's looking for. So we've got to make sure that we have our linebackers ready to fit downhill. Um, if we do get double team, we need to show back up in the gaps and we can't get pushed out of our gaps right here. All right, and make sure that we don't have any clean running lanes for, the, for them to run through. Defensively, uh, for North Point, again, they're in the white right here. Uh, there are three, four structures, so they'll have three defensive linemen. They'll have their four linebackers. They'll sometimes walk that backside linebacker up. Uh, this is a formation that, that we typically run, so it's a good look for us to, to see you know, how they like to line up. Uh, they'll mix up their coverages. They'll run cover two with two deep safeties and press these corners. They'll also run some cover three and kind of mix up how they get there. Um, I think their line does a good job. You can see that they're aggressive. Number nine right here uh, is one of their better defensive players um, coming off the ball and, and being aggressive. You see the linebackers coming downhill um, once they read run and getting off blocks. Uh, so we got to make sure that we, we, are, we are aggressive up front. We're, we're sustaining double teams. We're getting up to the next level and attacking uh, where we can attack. So it uh, should be a good matchup. They have a good defensive front. I think our offensive line has done pretty well this season with our running back. So, you know, that's going to be a, a key matchup for this game. Thanks a lot, Coach. Friday night, 7 o'clock, South Haven, Mississippi. If you can't make the game, it's probably going to be NFHS, I would assume. Yep. Twitter will be active on Friday night. You can follow it on Twitter. Thanks a lot, Coach, and good luck. All right, thanks, Kyle. All right. You've been watching the Pope Prep High School Football Coaches Show with Kyle Reynolds and Pope Prep Head Football Coach Brian Steed. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about Pope Prep High School football. The Pope Prep High School Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Lawson Group Realtors and by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.